An update today on Eldora million entries, including one team that won't be there. Plus, things got nasty between two big Lucas contenders and a whole lot more. Let's go. It's Friday, July 7th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Before we get started today, I am stoked to welcome a new partner to the show. If you are heading to the Eldora Million next week, be sure to visit our friends at Whistle Stop Bar and Grill located just south of Eldora, six miles down 118 in Ansonia, Ohio. The Whistle Stop have been huge supporters of dirt racing with partnerships with Sheldon and Jack Hoddenshield, Rico Abreu, Chris Windham. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see a Chris Windham photo here. Look just on the side panel of the wing there. You'll see the Whistle Stop uh, Bar and Grill logo. Uh, they've also supported the Dirt Nerds, Cap Henry, uh, Eldora Speedway, and now Dirt Tracker. They offer indoor and outdoor dining for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or you can order online at whistlestopbarandgrill.com and take back to the Eldora campground. That's a nice feature. Uh, so be sure to visit our friends at Ohio's favorite train depot, the Whistle Stop, while in town for Eldora's historic week. Uh, thanks to Andrew and the Whistle Stop for supporting the show. Uh, and since I mentioned Eldora, we'll start there first. If you are a subscriber to the Slider newsletter, you have one in your inbox this morning. Uh, motorsports reporter Matt Weaver is going to cover some big dirt racing events this summer, and I'm absolutely thrilled to be able to share some of his work with you. His piece this morning in the Slider is focused on Tony Stewart, the million, what the future is for Eldora, and a lot more. It contains a bunch of quotes from Smoke in there as well. So check that out. Uh, we'll be hearing more from Weaver in the future. Also, we talked earlier this week about where we were with million entries, and today is the final day for teams to pre-enter. The list has been updated, and we are currently right near 60 cars. In this last update, names like Shane Stewart, James McFadden, Justin Peck, and Corey Eliason were added. Uh, this was pointed out by a few people as well, but there are still some high-profile names missing from that pre-entry list, most notably David Gravel, Carson Macedo, Spencer Basin, and Buddy Kofoid. I would assume that all will be in attendance uh, in attendance, and it's important to note that even if teams don't pre-register, it doesn't mean they can't race. Uh, they just miss out on some added benefits for signing up early. One team that's on the entry list that we know won't be at Eldora next week is Lance DeWeese and the Kreitz 69K. Don Kreitz posted to social media yesterday, quote, unfortunately, I am pulling the plug on going to Eldora. The equipment and car owner are getting wore down. I feel like we uh, would not be able to run up to the high standards our fans, sponsors, and team expect out of the 69K. We will regroup and focus on the second half of the season. This was the car owner's call, and you can direct any comments or blame to him, unquote. Uh, he won't hear any comments or blame from me. Uh, it's definitely a bummer they won't be there, but Kreitz has to do what's best for him and the team. Uh, the new additions plus the loss of Deweese put us at 58 cars right now. And uh, if we game some of the names mentioned, the million field will easily be into the 60s. I think we can maybe hold out hope for a dip into the 70s next week if we can get lucky. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. You can see full million and King's Royal details over at EldoraSpeedway.com. Up at Deer Creek Speedway last night, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series got rolling with the Gopher 50 weekend, and the night ended up with plenty of bent sheet metal and some bent tempers. Uh, the two drivers at the heart of it all were our top two in points in Ricky Thornton Jr. and Hudson O'Neill. Things between the two started early with contact in the first heat race that sent O'Neill around and collected Ross Robinson. Looked like RTJ maybe hit a bump or caught the slime on the bottom, uh, corrected uh, right into O'Neill on the outside. It was a pretty nasty hit. Things were far from done, though, with the two coming together again during the feature. O'Neill threw a slider at RTJ in turns three and four that never cleared. Uh, the 20RT pounded the outside wall. 
And then after the checkered uh, was waived, Thornton ran O'Neill in the fence and was subsequently DQ'd from the feature for contact after the race by Lucas officials. Uh, still not done, though. Tensions spilled over into the pit area afterwards, with both crews involved in a, quote, heated exchange, according to Dirt on Dirt. Clearly no love lost between the two championship contenders here. Uh, maybe we're seeing a bit of a rivalry form here as the season continues. Obviously, the Rocket One, Rocket Chassis, RTJ, big Longhorn guy. Uh, so we'll see how this plays out. Uh, out front in the main event, Devin Moran was the beneficiary of a flat tire for leader Dalton Wilson before halfway. He assumed the lead when Wilson went for new rubber and the rest uh, led the rest of the way. Jonathan Davenport finished second and Brandon Shepard was third. B-Shep is driving the Rumley R&D car this weekend and not his own B5. Uh, the program is the same for tonight at Deer Creek, and then tomorrow is $50,000 to the winner. Uh, with the Summer Nationals last night, it was the usual suspects in contention for the Herald and Review 100 at Macon. Shannon Babb, Jason Fager, Brian Shirley all took turns out front. Late in the going, though, uh, Ryan Unzicker got the bottom rolling and contact with the wall from Shirley let Unzicker take the lead. 24 was able to hold off Shirley and Fager in the closing laps, and he scored his second career win in the event. Great racing all night, even if we only had nine cars running at the checkered flag. Fager currently leads the week four championship standings over Ashton Winger, and the rest of the weekend includes stops at Farmer City, Highland, and Hobstadt. Mike McKinney dominated the night's modified feature for his first career win at Macon. Tyler nicely maintains control of the modified championship. Uh, some other late model shows to check out this weekend include the Ironman series at Hilltop and Wayne County. Southern All-Stars are, uh, are at Thunder Hill for 10,000 to win. There are shows at Cherokee, Volunteer, Lancaster, and Erie's for some good money as well. Looking at weekend open wheel action, the World of Outlaws sprint cars are, are at 34 Raceway in Iowa tonight and in Wilmot in Wisconsin on Saturday. Brad Sweet is the most recent winner at 34. That happened back in 2021. Uh, that event has six different winners in uh, its six-race history. Carson Macedo is the most recent winner at Wilmot from one year ago. The points remain tight. Sweet out front of gravel right now by just four points. Uh, Macedo is 54 back in third. This weekend shouldn't be overlooked uh, because obviously points are on the line, but it does feel a bit like the calm before the storm leading into next week's five-race schedule. Includes the Brad Odie Classic at Attica on Tuesday and obviously the four days at Eldora starting on Wednesday. The All-Stars are back racing tonight and tomorrow after a few weeks off as well. They've got Ransomville in New York tonight and Sharon Speedway on Saturday. 68 points separate Tyler Courtney and the 7BC machine with Zeb Wise and the Rudine 26 for the All-Star Championship. Uh, remember, if you look at the point standings on the website, those are the driver points, but the actual All-Star Championship goes by the owner points. Um, everyone else here in this fight is kind of triple digits back, so it's really kind of down to those two teams. Parker Price Miller was the Ransomville winner uh, in 2022, while Cap Henry and Brent Marks have the most recent Sharon wins. After Saturday night, a lot of these teams will also turn their attention to Ohio for next week. Out in California, the NARC Championship battle heads to Petaluma on Saturday. Corey Day is 45 points clear of Dominic Selzy right now. Justin Sanders, Justin Cox still remain within striking distance. Day already has seven feature wins this year, while Selzy is the only other multi-time winner with the series. Uh, the ASCS National Tour season, it continues uh, two nights at Dodge City Raceway Park coming up. Matt Covington will try and close down the gap to Jason Martin for the championship, but Martin has been strong in 2023. Five wins and 15 starts, currently six straight top 10 finishes. Covington, I think, will need to add to his win total and continue racking up good finishes if he's going to make a charge here. Uh, one schedule change, the Power I-410 shows between US 36 and Monette were postponed because of scheduling conflicts, so we'll look to see when they are able to reschedule those in the future. 
And finally, following last night's Herald and uh, Review 100, Macon Speedway has got USAC National Sprint Cars the next two nights. It's the first ever stop for the series at the Illinois Bullring. Jake Swanson comes in with the championship lead, but Emerson Axum is just three points out. And Brady Bacon's two straight wins have him up to third and well within the fight. Uh, through 19 races, we've had seven different winners with this series. Bacon and Swanson lead the way with four victories apiece. Uh, should be a wild couple of race nights with 410 non-wing cars on that little racetrack. All right, friends, that's it for the week. Don't forget about new hats and shirts in the store over at shop.dirttracker.com. I've been busy packing orders the last several days, so thank you to everyone that has already snagged some new gear. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you watch or listen and hit up the streaming schedule this weekend over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good weekend out there. We'll see you right back here on Monday. Monday.